In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday of the 10th week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 10th day of June 2022. Friends in Christ, let us together invoke the person of the Holy Spirit to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come, oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come, oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is God is still with us. God is still with us. The first reading today is taken from the first book of Kings, chapter 19, from verse 9, from verse 9 and verse 11 to verse 16. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 5, from verse 27 to verse 32. The prophet Elijah in the very first reading today was at a point of despair. He said he was jealous for God because the people of God has abandoned the worship of God and have given into the worship of idols in order on godly activities. And God asked Elijah to go to the holy mountain Horeb where he shall encounter God. But right at the mountain, while in the cave, there was a huge strong wind, but God was not there. There was fire, but God was not in the fire. And Elijah heard the voice of God in a very still manner, a still and small voice representing the person of God. And Elijah wrapped his face and in his mantle, and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and slain your prophets with a sword, and I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when you arrive, you shall anoint Hazel to be king over Syria, and Jehu, the son of Nimshi, you shall anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat of Abemeholiet, you shall anoint to be prophet in your place. You see, God was not found in a very loud, in a very dramatic, in a very powerful way. He was found in a still, gentle, small voice. Dear friends in Christ, when we look around us today in the society, we attempted to feel God to be absent. If God is present, 
Why are the prophets of God in our time being slain? Priests, pastors, people, imams, those who stand to speak for the voice of God, those who stand to condemn evil, injustice, ungodliness, are being slain every day, are being kidnapped every day, are being abducted every day. Just a few days ago, the Catholic Archdiocese of Cardinal buried a priest without a body who died in the hands of his abductors. And many have been taken and killed. And so we attempted to begin to despair. Dear friends in Christ, we must avoid the temptation of Judas. Judas felt Jesus was delaying in the manifestation of himself as a Messiah of the universe to the entire humanity. That was what informed his betraying Jesus. Perhaps when Jesus is being arrested, he will be compelled to demonstrate his power as a Messiah of the world and save the people of Israel. But unfortunately, this did not happen. He wanted a Savior, a Messiah, who will be, if you like, violent in parenthesis, who will be forceful, who will be so categorical in declaring and proving himself to be the most powerful of all. But this is not the way of God. And we too must continue to be conscious of the presence of God in our midst in a very gentle and quiet manner. When we are focused on this divine presence of God with us and begin to meditate on Him and listen to Him, we will understand how He will want to use us actively to bring about the presence of God being felt more. Today he told Elijah, go and anoint these three persons for these three specific offices. Who are we to anoint as king over the Israel of our time? Who are we to anoint the king over our various areas of life? Who are we to anoint king over our life as our husbands for those who are making a choice for a life partner? Who are we to anoint as king in our department, in our ministry, in our places of work? Who are we to anoint king in the political world? For instance, in Nigeria, who are we to anoint the next president? Who are we to anoint the next governor? Who are we to anoint the next representative in the National Assembly, in the State Assembly? Who are we to anoint the king in our wards as councillors, in our local governments as chairmen? Who are we to anoint kings as, uh, um, even in our church? Who are we to anoint prophets? To whom shall we go? We must allow the Spirit of God to direct us and allow our conscience to judge us aright. We must avoid the temptation or the sin of Esau and Jacob, who will have to sell his birthright to his brother just to get the porridge. We must allow the momentary satisfaction of our desires and of our ambitions and mortgaging the future of our children for those momentary satisfaction. Let us begin to sow seeds in pains that our children will reap in joy rather than destroying the future of our children and our children's children, those yet unborn, just for the comfort of this momentary time.
Let us humble ourselves and readily imbibe the Christian life and accept the pains and the inconveniences that comes with the Christian way of life. This does not mean foolishly accepting the, 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 the kind of pains that are not willed by God, but those that are innate in the Christian way of life. The cross of Jesus is the very foundation of our Christian life. We must learn to accept our share in the suffering of Christ. It is only at that point that we are also able to escape the temptation of the people of Israel in the book of Exodus chapter 32. When Moses was on the mountain with the Lord, they felt because Moses was not around with them, God was far away from them. They felt they don't know what Moses was doing on the mountain with God. And they made for themselves a God out of the molten calf. And they worshipped this calf as their God. Claiming, or rather claiming, that this is the God that brought them out of Egypt. Many a times also, when we lose sight of the presence of God in our lives, we drift from His ways and we move against His status, His commandments and His laws. The consciousness of the presence of God in our midst will help us to be able to live out our Christian life as Jesus teaches us today. We must go beyond mere avoidance of worship of idols, mere avoidance of killing in actual sense, and begin to do better by loving others as Christ has loved us. For when we conceive any immoral thoughts in our hearts, we have already committed adultery or fornication as the case may be. When we wish our brother ill, we have already committed murder. Let us therefore begin to seek the face of God in sincerity of heart and be intent in doing His will. Let us live our life purposefully and intentionally avoiding every form of ungodliness, impurity, and uncleanliness, recognizing the presence of God in our midst, in our hearts, and in our society. For when we do the will of God, when we keep away from sin, when we love one another as God wants us to, we make His presence more felt in the world of today. And the more we are able to make the presence of God more felt, the more we are able to transform our word for good. Let us therefore go out today, out listening to God, every step we take in order to decipher, in order to discern whom God wants us to appoint, anoint the prophets of our time, the kings of our time, the rulers of our time, the, 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 the heads of the society of our time. And by so doing, avoid or save ourselves of the temptation of falling away from God. Simply because we see so much evil around us in the society of today, which will now begin to blind us to the presence of God. God is indeed still present in our world. He is with us. He can never abandon us. Let us align our will to His and our world will change for good. Let us become actively involved in changing the world according to the mind of God. Let us not allow the world to change us because if we do, we shall become victims of the monsters we ourselves have created. Let us 
kill the monsters that has been created in the society. Let us destroy the evils that we have succeeded in creating. Others are creating by seeking to understand the will of God who is ever with us in executing that will to the very latter, no matter what it will cost us. Because it is in so doing that we find our salvation and the redemption of the world. God bless you. Do have a great weekend. And may God grant success to the work of your hands through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. Don't be discouraged. God is with you.